Ghost Ship Radio Network. Sail onward. Banter Box Radio. Told her beauty is why God invented eyeballs, and her booty is why God invented my balls. Everybody, welcome back to Banjo Box Radio. This is episode 191 for this January, February, March, April the 15th, 16th, 2019. Nailed it. First try. <laughs> My name is Thomas Townsend, and I have got a mastery of the intro, and joining me is my guest, my companion, my mon frere. First time on the show, too. First time on the show, Dan Knight. Hi, Dan Knight. Thanks. It's so good to finally be invited onto the show. Well, I know that you have been waiting patiently, and you are uh, responsible for 50% of all articles submitted to this show. Oh, I was not prepared to do that part. I thought you were just going to ask me about my new movie that's coming out. Please tell me about your new movie that's come out so I can see if you've, uh, you've prepared this bit. Well, it's uh, it's something that is very close to home. I actually co-wrote it. Okay, great. It's called Backdoor Beavers. <sighs> Backdoor Beavers? Take the Cake. Wow. And it is it stars me as uh, Bill... And the Cake? Bill Hand, <laughs> Handman. Bill Handman. And, and like... Dan, this sounds... And I go around fixing women's cakes that are that need repairing. Yeah, this sounds suspiciously like maybe a pornography. Oh, I never said it wasn't. Oh, okay, great. Um, well, we'll be playing clips from that throughout the show this week. Uh, so be prepared for those breaks intermittently. Dan, until we get to those, however, what is it that we are here to do? Uh... Well, we I think there is some you know some would say that there is news. Um, some would, yeah, sure. If you are not living underneath a rock, mm, okay. And uh, and what if I am? Then there is no hope for you. Wow, great. Okay, but, well, uh, if you're living under a rock in in the beach, however, you will find yourself digging up some stinky news clams. Wow, and uh, that was a good segue. That worked. And those are actually pertinent to our show. That's what we do. We go clamming every weekend, and we we dig up uh, probably about you know each and every morning. We're out there in our muck boots slamming the clam. Okay, we're shucking we up those news clams just so you get a nice succulent meal every Tuesday morning. That's right, and sometimes earlier. Sometimes when we feel like it, and sometimes we get a little bit we get a little bit sick, and we ain't got time to be. Getting out them clamons. Because we ate a few too many clams ourselves, and they were bad clams. They made us real sick. Yeah, you you don't want a bad clam, let me tell you what. <laughs> so we have to taste them first. <laughs> and so the clams that meet our seal of approval, we take them, we put them in a blender ooh, uh, with, ooh. with the shell. Oh, and that's we, just, it's, the, it's a little bit of texture for you. <laughs> and we ground it up real good and uh, pour it into... Um, uh, Another yep. clam. <laughs> what? 
and then that's that's how this and then that clam that's how you, then you guys do <laughs> Is that how cooking works? I'm not sure. Um, So we find all the weirdest news that uh, exists around the world for the past week, essentially, and we retell it on this podcast. Great. It sounds very exciting. And I think that you will have uh, some excitement. But before you do, Mm. get comfy first, okay? Because today's a real relaxing national holiday. It is good to know. You know, are you a fan of BizCash? BizCash Fry? Ooh, now remind me again. What is that a STD? Yeah. Well, no, Dan. It's uh, when you wear biz- business casual clothes on Friday. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I just wasn't familiar with uh, whatever it is you just spoke. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, to celebrate this Tuesday, it's National Wear Your Pajamas to Work Day. What? <laughs> you know, you know when Sue from accounting comes and she gives you those like like hang in there calendars and stuff and she's just having she's just being a real office animal party animal she's oh letting her hair down you know she comes in and uh unicorn jammies everyone does yeah this is the day that you can let your hair down all the way like some sort of office rapunzel wow yeah but and, not uh, in in a hair sense, but in a pajama sense. Exactly, and you can show your uh, you can you can really show your uniqueness and your fun party attitude to the office by wearing your pajamas, and then you will be fired. <clears throat> and this is how they weed you out. <laughs> this is this is the culling. <laughs> um, but I guess you can do that, or I don't know. Like you also just like couldn't. That's okay too. You don't have. You don't have to wear your pajamas to work. It's okay. I have strong feelings about people who wear pajamas in a public setting. Anywhere but home? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, very very strong feelings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think uh, it's okay. I looking think... at you, Walmart. Yeah. But I feel like to a degree, Walmart does kind of... Uh, it's true. They it, embrace that it's kind It's got of that mentality. warm, homey atmosphere, right? Yeah, like, Every time I, I walk into a, here. a Walmart, I feel like, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, this feels like home. Oh, look, there's Mama over there brewing up some grits. On a pop on my jammies. <laughs> well, Dan, celebrate by going to work, work in your pajamas. Okay. That's a cool, fun, hip office way to say pajamas. And what if you work, like, in a place where there is a dress code? Yeah, time, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like a, uh, let's say, a fab in which you're wearing, uh, you know, full gown, gowned up stuff sure. for... Uh, yeah, this this actually uh, extends to all uh, voca or, or or all work atmospheres and, fi- and like firefighters, exactly construction workers. Yeah, you legally have to wear your pajamas today. Oh, it's no longer it's, it's an obligation. Yeah, right? yeah, oh. yeah. You know, it's the one day a year you don't have to wear those steel toes. You can just wear those fluffy slippers. Okay, it's fine. All right, all right. the Lord's looking out for you. Okay, on this this most holy of days. <laughs> Uh, Dan, you have some articles this week. I have some articles w- this week. Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's make it happen, Captain. Jump, jump head let's first. Let's make a delicious clam mm-hmm. stew by pouring a clam multiple mush clams into, into a clam. Yes, yeah. a strange incident has occurred in. I'm sorry, what? A shim sham flim flams has occurred. A strange incident is what I meant to say. Uh, occurred in. Str- Stafford County, Virginia, an employee for Kids on the Move Learning Center, uh, a daycare in that area, must arrived that to, morning. Must be hard to keep track of them all. <laughs> Kids on the move. 
<laughs> we didn't have to name it that. They just won't stop moving. Someone help. We should rename it. No, I'm not going to go there. Suddenly, <clears throat> she was confronted. So this employee was confronted by a completely naked woman in the building. Oh. Saying the employee was trespassing and she was going to fire her. Wow. Starting off Bold hot. authority. Okay. She claimed she was the daycare owner's wife and was going to take action. The employee said they did not recognize the woman and uh, called the police. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> when yeah. police arrived, the woman was seen wearing black in a door, so l- luckily she dressed up for the occagion of Ooh. seeing the police. I see. Uh, <laughs> oh, you've. I see you've worn your finest hoodie. <laughs> so when the police arrived, she was in the doorway and brandishing two forks. Which... I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what, what, like, Leonardo, didn't that what Leonardo used? Yeah. Or no, that was Raphael? That was the long lost uh, turtle. Who's the one that used forks? Oh, that was, um, (laughs) Raphael had size. Yeah, yeah, they're basically just like Asian forks. They're like big forks. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that chopsticks are really popular in Asian countries because big dangerous forks were already weapons? And it would be like, oh, what if we just pulled out a, you know, a, a sword? Or what if we shot our steak into our mouth with a gun? That makes no sense. That'd be the best. <laughs> America! Yeah, no, that would be more of an American utensil. <laughs> uh, so the police took the woman into custody who continued claiming that they were making a mistake and she was the owner's wow. Uh, she was wow. Yeah, she was using the owner's wow. <laughs> Wow. She was the owner's spouse. Jesus Christ. Police later revealed that this, of course, was not true. Of course. Of course. (laughs) The suspect, 23-year-old Heaven Connor of Spotsylvania, had been identified by uh, by an incident that took place earlier in the day. So uh, she was apparently... The incident was police were responding to a call of a suspicious person walking down Route 1, uh, which was Heaven Connor. Um, Uh She told cops earlier she had come from... Rappahannock Jail, which is not a great excuse, even if it's a, a no. accurate. Yeah. I just came from jail. Look, I'm walking down the highway. Calm down. It's fine. I just got out of jail. <laughs> it's fine. After the daycare incident, she was charged with unauthorized entry and indecent exposure. Yeah. What, did she lose her clothes at the jail? No, I'm. Pl- she must have been clothed while she was on the road sure down the road where did she lose her clothes at the daycare she lost them there she (laughs) thought she thought that when the kids were putting all their stuff away in the cubbies that it meant all of her clothing as well (laughs) Well, am i doing this right it doesn't feel right how does this work my (laughs) husband owns this place so he'd know he would know that's true jackson residents were mystified after bowls of mashed potatoes suddenly appeared on their cars porches and mailboxes i mean that just sounds like a fun gift it's just a a fun family goof (laughs) Jordan Lewis described the Bellhaven neighborhood as a quirky one, with residents decorating road signs and putting Christmas trees in potholes. You could say we're a weird, a real wacky bunch over here. Sometimes we put, get this, trees in holes. Oh man, it took us years to figure that one out. Classic goof. But the probe into the puzzling potato problem is even new for them. 
Lewis told local news she spotted her first bowl of mashed potatoes. Her, I like there's a caveat of her first bowl. I look, remember my first. Look, I'm getting inundated with bowls of potatoes over here. I, but I'll never forget my first. <laughs> you never forget your first, damn. Uh, that's uh, true. So she says uh, she remembers her first bowl of mashed potatoes was on her car's windshield. Quote, I walked outside yesterday morning at 7 a.m., and I got in my car, and that's when I noticed a white bowl on my windshield. It was full of rainwater. I threw it away, and I was grossed out by it. <laughs> Hard-hitting news. Thanks. It was just rainwater. <laughs> it was actually just a bowl of water. Oh. Huh. But I thought it was mashed potatoes at the time, and wouldn't, you, wouldn't it be a wacky, fun town thing if it was? <laughs> I mean, it was her first time, so she didn't know what mashed potatoes were at that point. That's true. You never really know how to do it the first time. Right, your first time getting mashed potatoed is kind of just like I don't know what I do. Do I keep my socks on? Uh, <laughs> uh, so she goes on to say, I just thought this is, was a harmless prank by some kids or college students in the area. Michaela Lynn said she found a bowl of mashed potatoes on her mailbox. She goes on to say, quote, So far, I've realized some of the victims, is air quoted, big air quotes, victims of the mashed potatoes are actually staff or Bellhaven students or alumni. I feel like there has to be a connection there, she said, donning her finest Sherlock Holmes outfit. <laughs> uh, however, Sebastian Bjorngard, <clears throat> I don't think he's from around there, said some residents fear there's a more sinister message behind the potatoes. Really do <laughs> <Yeah>. tell. <laughs> These are some real evil, messed up potatoes, Dan. You'll even know, okay? Jeez, shove off. Some people were, quote, some people were thinking maybe the mashed potatoes were poisoned to kill animals. He told local news, noting he almost stepped in a bowl of potatoes Tuesday. And his little piggies down there could have been poisoned. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, but also, uh, they're mashed potatoes. Damn, this is no joking matter. His feet could have been poisoned. (laughs) You ever had poisoned feet? No, because I don't think that's how it works. Well, they, they soak up the nutrients through the footholds. I mean, my grandmother got diabetes and they had to chop her feet off. Is that well, like poison feet? Yes, it's exactly like that. And what happens is the mashed potatoes, they soak up into your footholds and they leach up into your blood system. <gasps> that's what happened to her. And then you... She stepped in some bad taters. <laughs> that's how they got her. That's how they got my nana. <laughs> Uh, so he said, he got, I love this, I love this quote. Quote, I didn't taste it. I have a three-second rule, so I didn't touch it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the reason. Look, it had been, if it had been sitting there for one, maybe two seconds, yeah, I would have mowed down on them damn good tates. <laughs> but them, thems were out there how long? I don't know. <laughs> don't ask me. I'm, I'm no, not a scientist. I'm no potato scientist. Uh, but some people were worried. It was not immediately clear if anyone has eaten the potatoes, and news outlets reported residents have not alerted law enforcement. So you can tell it's a real serious problem. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) We gotta watch out. You gotta watch out for those sinister potatoes, though. I, um, yeah, I mean, I... What more can you say, really, aside from the fact that you people are being incredibly wasteful by not eating it? But, you know, hey, maybe they could use them to fill the holes where they plant the trees in their potholes. Oh, you Fill know it what? in with that's mashed a... potatoes, and they can grow a potato tree. I hear that's how it works. That is exactly how it works, based on 
no knowledge. Based on all the science that I have had to go through and endure through my schools at Potato College, Daniel. Please don't mock my degree again. We've gone over this. I'm going to need to see proof of this degree. Next article. Okay. Please. Please. (laughs) A man in Grand Haven, Michigan is not happy with his parents after suffering a divorce. Not from his parents. (laughs) He moved back. Look, mom, dad, I'm just not really into you anymore. Your your bodies have kind of, you've let yourself go. And we haven't had sex in months. (laughs) It's been, how old is he? Uh, He is, uh. Well, we'll get to it later. <laughs> well, the joke... Oh, okay. He's like... Uh, actually, you know what? I didn't actually take that in. He, he's... That's okay. So the know. joke I was going to make was way too off-color anyway, oh. so it's fine. Uh, well, so after the divorce, he moved back in with his parents in October of 2016. In lieu of paying rent, he was asked to do household chores, which, you know, yeah, which is fine. Of course. I mean, that's probably the, the easiest least. thing you can do. Um, so that's what he did. And after 10 months of staying there, he found another place to live. Um, but what he discovered when the boxes were sent from his parents' home to his, there was, um, there was missing items of note. He claims that there were, there was $29,000 worth of, of pornography missing. Um, Hmm. $29,000. What does that even look like? What is 20... Is that an amount of pornography that you can own? <laughs> it does seems the, like a semi-truck worth of pornography. Does he not realize that the internet exists? Yeah, also, what year is he from? Is <laughs> Yeah. Um, what are these, like, old, crusty VHSs? They must be. Um, this is... Dis- who owns pornography anymore? <laughs> the parents told him they destroyed 12 moving boxes full of porn. That is... Um, what I, in my scientific, uh, uh, well, I would say that's too much. That was, that's many. That's many too much. Uh, that's uh, far too many pornographies, my son. After trying to get Your the financial. disappointment. <laughs> that's a direct quote from the parents. <laughs> after trying to get the financial restitution from his parents, the man tried his luck with a prosecutor's office who eventually declined to press charges. Yeah. Cause it's dumb. Like, <laughs> Like, I'm pretty sure the attorney would just be like, hey, bud, hey, pal, you, you know the a... internet's real, right? <laughs> Maybe you should give up. Um, like, terabytes, terabytes of pornography. <laughs> you can type in the most depraved, messed up shit on the internet. You, you will find it. You will. If you search long enough. The man, uh, after that, so after that, the man began sending emails back and forth with his dad, according to the lawsuit, writing... Quote, if you had a problem with my belongings, you, you should have stated that at the time and I would have gone elsewhere. Instead, you chose to keep quiet and behave vindictively. I'm not willing to bet that the father did say like, hey, son, um, you're really grossing me out. <laughs> <laughs> he was yeah. actually a little bit more uh, nice about it. He was said, he? quote, believe it or not, one reason for why I destroyed your porn was for your own mental and emotional health. I would have done the same if I had found a kilo of crack cocaine. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's a very tactful way of being like, look, son, you're a mega weirdo, and I did it for your own <laughs> you sanity. No problem. He said, someday I hope you will understand. The man didn't give up there, though, and he ended up sending one officer 44 emails worth of movies that he said were destroyed. But alas, even with all of that... Oh, stop, 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 stop. What? Are you... 44 movies of items that were destroyed? Yeah. Like, is they, he they forwarding... were incredibly expensive 
pornography films. Yeah, um, I don't know exactly what the details are. Maybe just descriptions. I don't think he's actually sending like full fledged oh, oh, okay. porn to a he's police like, officer. Hey, uh, officer, just in case you need to cross cross uh, cross examine, you know, do some like deep diving. <laughs> he, uh, here's some clips of my favorite pornographies. <laughs> Uh, why don't you give me some reviews on these while you're at it? And... My boner jams. <laughs> boner jams. All right. Um, but alas, even with all that, the prosecutors still declined to press charges. So uh, that all happened back in 2017. You know, fast forwarding to today. Now he's at it again and suing his parents for eighty-six thousand dollars in damages. What did it appreciate? Is your porn collection like a fine cheese or an aged wine? Well, apparently, a lot of but his collection is um, like out of print or or collect, yeah. quote unquote, collectors' items. Sure, sure. Um, um, I mean, including still... the one that I'm about to release. Really? Yeah. He the, owns something that that you... movie that uh, we talked about earlier. Yeah, that yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm starring in. He, he's he owns that. Well, he's got that a, you haven't released. He's got the uh, the he. Like pre- a demo pre- reel? Per- he pre-purchased it. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. Like a, like a Patreon or like a Kickstarter bonus thing. That's right. Yeah, I got you. You got early... Early bird release. <sighs> yep. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, I'm still going to give this one a big yuck. A uh, big yikes and a big ew. Uh, and I think that he is not good. <laughs> <laughs> That's my professional opinion. He's not good. He's got a problem, maybe. That's a big yikes, bud. <clears throat> Internet's cool thing. Um, you know, I, I get, like, this obsession with holding on co- to collections. And uh, while I... So I, I used to have a pretty sizable digital music collection. Mm-hmm. Except that when the Internet came out, like like Spotify, where I could... I don't know. <laughs> maybe this is too abstract of an idea, but stream that content that I already owned uh, online. I didn't really need that collection anymore. Uh, cause I'm, uh, cause he's a big weirdo. Uh, great. Now we're going to take a quick break to talk about our one and only sponsor for this here show. Ah, oh, jeez, Dan. Dan, ah, oh, man. What's wrong? Well, what I've got quite the long, hard, veiny problem on my hands. Why did you choose that adjective? And uh, those are the exact words that are used to introduce introduce this book for you this week, Dan. I know that you've been really digging those hot, spicy knobs, like I've been calling them. You know, I've I've been trying to get that to catch on. Um, That I've been suggesting to you every week. And I've got a real, a real big, spicy one this week, Dan. I don't Mm. know if I can handle it. Oh, I don't think you can. What is it? It's accidental erection on the bus. Can you help me with it? A gay romance. Uh, by, of course, my favorite author, auteur, <laughs> R.P. James. Oh, not the tingle. No, not the tingle. This, <laughs> this is by R.P. James. Uh, and it tells a pretty, pretty rough, tough story about a couple of guys traveling across the, across the country in a bus, uh, going to see, uh, one of them is going to see their girlfriend, Stacy, who goes to school in another state. Oh, of well, course. they end up finding themselves and their bodies, uh, and learning that, uh, the only way that they can satisfy themselves is with a little bit of that good old bus meat. Well, and, yeah. uh, I think that seems like something that's right up your alley. Um, yeah. All right, sure, I'll give it a read. Great! Well, I was, uh, hmm. I didn't really come prepared for you just to, 
Okay, great. Uh, well, you How can would go... I do that? Though? Oh, okay, thank you. Uh, you can get a free audiobook download. This only this book, specifically reserved in our own personal library section, and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com/ghostshipradio. All one word. Okay, so don't get confused. Okay. And you too can enjoy and getting that go- that bus meat. I don't. I don't want that bus meat. <laughs> And we are back and ready to blow your minds. A Portland man was arrested Wednesday after police received a report of someone with a black garbage bag covering the top half of their body in Kaiser Rapids Park, threatening to kill and pointing a handgun at another person. And my first question uh, about this article is, did they not know that you only have to cover your face uh, and you did not actually have to put an entire trash bag over your whole body? I think that they were probably feeling a little bit self-conscious. Were they going? To, were they worried they would be identified by their love handles? Perhaps. I mean, are, uh, or their saucy nips or something like mm. that. Was it? Whoa! My nips are internet famous. That's true. You do actually have internet famous nips. So I uh, mean, those are identifiers right there. And the story behind that is because I'm sure you're wondering is back in the day we did some you could call it comedy uh, on the internet. Uh, on a YouTube channel doing some video jokes. And uh, in one of them, he, uh, Daniel wore a an old man mask and had some pretty prominent, throughout the entire uh, goof, some prominent safety cone nips going on. <laughs> uh, and when we searched the videos, that because we, we wanted to see, you know, hey, is anybody watching these videos? Let's see online. Uh, he, the only video of ours that popped up was that video um, on a forum where they weren't talking about the video, they were talking about weirdest things they had found in YouTube videos. And the way, that one in particular was, hey, look at this guy's nips. <laughs> so, yep. um, so there's that. Uh, so there you go. You got internet famous nips. But let's talk about some other internet famous nips. Uh, Daniel, let's continue talking about this person in uh, Jack, uh, this uh, in Portland. In, in That's Jack. where it is. <laughs> Jack. It, oh, it, well, <clears throat> officers later arrived and found the man who police later identified as Tudorachi or Tudorash or Tudoric. Oh, I like that one. Tudoric. Yeah. All right, we're going to go with Tudoric. On a park walking path, he ran into the woods. Hours later, however, and this is where things get a little weird. Hours later, he was spotted on a log floating down the Willamette River. <laughs> like, <laughs> like some sort of 1950s com- like comedy. <laughs> you'll never get to me. <laughs> Rap- rap- you're going down the rapids in a log- on a log. Uh, a resident in the area told officers he'd seen the man on a log floating down river, police said. Officers found Tudorak. Is that what we had gone with? Tudoric? Yeah, that's... It doesn't matter. Tudoric, clinging to the log and floating in the river. Water rescue teams from the Salem Fire Department and Oregon State Police had to fish Robert Tudoric, 33. Uh, 33 years old. You're old enough not to be hanging on no dang logs in the river, my guy. Okay? <laughs> but not not old enough to don a trash bag on the upper half of your body. Yeah, that was that was beyond his his was years. Was he still wearing it while he was on this log? That's a good question. And was this log writing some sort of like baby Jesus reenactment? 
Oh. Oh, I didn't think about that. Because <laughs> that didn't cross my mind at all. <laughs> um, and uh, so he, he, was, he was sailing down this river uh, about four miles downstream from a boat ramp where police believe he entered the water, according to Kaiser Police, Depar- Kaiser police Department. Uh, this is very dastardly do-right or uh, old cartoon-esque of them. Like this is not the uh, this is not the thinking of a rational thirty three year old. This is more of a snidely whiplash, yes, concoction. So, uh, what? How many of the drugs were he on? I think that's proper English. Is that right? All of which. All of which, yeah. I think maybe he was on all of which. Uh, so they fished him out of the water. He was then taken to a hospital, and police have not provided more information about Tudorak's condition. I think I've pronounced it differently every time, and that's okay. Uh, yeah. After he was pulled out of the water. We don't know. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's alive. Maybe, maybe he's he was... become the sea god Poseidon. I, I want to go with... Yeah, I want to go with that. He's not that, though. He's oh. definitely, because he was riding a log. He could have... More of a lake spirit? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, like a nymph. Or Oh, a... he's become a log nymph. I'm pretty sure there's erotic <laughs> novels based on that. If not, there should be. Hot, muscular log nymphs. You know what Seize I mean? Seize my bowels. Seize my <laughs> bowels. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's erotic, but I'm, I'm intrigued. Sign yeah. me up for one. Yeah, it's a well, it's a medical, uh, a medical miracle erotica book. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Great. That is the next uh, porno I'm going to be writing and starring. You're already with. thinking ahead. I've always said that you're a bit of a visionary when it comes to these kinds of things. So I like to see that you're thinking ahead. Well, uh, you know, after the cake stuff. And we move on to... We don't talk about the cake stuff We anymore. move on to the mature stuff. And we will be having things. clips at the end of this show from that pornography. So please do stay tuned for immediate disappointment. Well, here's a, here's a clip right here. You're just pointing in the air, Dan. Um, it sounds great. I, I think it sounds great. Are you still reacting as if there were a clip there? Yeah, the reactions are so lifelike. Yeah, great. <laughs> Give me an article. You got another one. Jesus. Oh, man. I've got the mother of all articles. Do you? <clears throat> a weird tale has emerged out of a Walmart in Wisconsin. You you got me. You got me. All the, good The stories. land of cheese and the wall of marts. I mean, we, we were talking about Walmart and how, what, uh, that is where the only place in which pajamas are acceptable in public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, hi, Walmart is, is sort of in this upper mm. echelon of classy. You know, where you, you you have to raise your pinky while you're scanning your gross your groceries. <laughs> <laughs> you, Claire, police were called after a woman and her dog were accused of shoplifting. Was the dog really complacent in this? Oh, oh you'll see. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> the woman, 46-year-old Lisa Smith, walking into the store, or was walking into the store with her dog, Bo, unleashed. Was the dog not on a leash or was the dog's name Bo Unleashed? Because <laughs> that's a rad name. That's a pretty great name. Okay, so it's my dog Bo Unleashed and his brother Frank Leashed. <laughs> First of his kind, the Unleashed, the Unburned. 
Upon entering the store, the dog immediately began running towards other customers. Lisa used the chaos to her advantage and began disassembling store displays what? and putting them in her shopping cart. Why? <laughs> Why? You can't break, uh, you can't... Try to break down what this madness Does is. Does she think that the rollback, those beautiful rollback savings are going to carry all the way back to her home? I think she does. If uh, I put other products in here, they'll get those rollbacks. <laughs> Remember that? Remember the commercials? Oh, yeah. With like the, get them out, put them in, rollback. They had that like sassy country singer. Back when uh, Rawhide was, I guess. A, Rawhide. Yeah, that's right. Something that people uh, knew about. Uh-huh. <laughs> Associated with, absolutely, yeah. Now it's, it's it a thing is, of the past. Yeah, nobody knows what the hell Rawhide is. As but well, the people who've seen at least uh, Blues Brothers will. Yeah, be like, oh, that's that song they sang. Hey, it's a song for the Blues Brothers. <laughs> it's a Blues Brothers song. Uh, as people began amassing at whatever the uh, the hell Lisa was doing, they asked her to leave. Uh, she did not leave, however, and began showing off her wide array of karate moves to fend Ooh. off police as they arrived. She's, you know what they they always they they joked. They said those karate moves would never come in handy, and that the <laughs> only circumstance that they could ever come in handy is if she had to fend off her displays, her stolen displays from Walmart. And you know what? It happened. It, it happened. That Miracles day has can come, come true. <laughs> yes, right. uh, so as Lisa Smith is using her karate to fend off police... Uh, Bo unleashed had managed <laughs> had managed to make off with the payload and leaving the property. It's like a dog sequel, right? Yeah. Well, this is. I I feel like this is a heist movie. Yeah. And each character has their role to play in this in this heist, and and so she had to do the karate, and now Bo is leaving with uh the payload, which is a box of Jiffy cornbread <laughs> stuffing mix. <laughs> Hey, uh, it's pretty tasty. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean that, that's what that's what all of this is about. Bo did not actually not get far, however, and was detained along with Lisa, who, while being uh, being placed into the cop car, began trying to violently kick the windows out. <laughs> <laughs> but alas, her karate moves could only take her so far. So Bo unleashed was leashed in the end. He was. Eventually, he was leashed, but that wasn't the end of the chaos. Oh my goodness, it's so good already. Oh no. Because as it turns out, Lisa has a son. (gasps) Whoa, is this the sequel? (laughs) This is it. I hope they cast Jason Statham as this lady. (laughs) (laughs) And the dog, Bo Unleashed, is going to be played by Snoop Dogg, and he's going to be really cool. (laughs) The mouthful of cornbread stuffing. (laughs) 45-year-old Benny Van was still inside the Walmart and making quite the spectacle as well. He'd been running around inside the store naked and exposing himself to people. Oh my goodness. Trying to be sneaky, uh, when the cops started coming into the the store, he grabbed some clothes from the wardrobe department and uh, tried to get out of there. But was like not a costume gonna... change? Yeah, like wow. Oh, people are gonna be looking for a naked guy. If I put clothes on, you can't I'll see never... me. I'm basically invisible. Wait a minute, this guy's got clothes on. He can't be our naked. <laughs> oh guy. no! Um, <laughs> when officers inside confronted Van, he threatened to run them over with his scooter. <laughs> <laughs> are we talking like a razor? I believe so. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Because he's inside the store, mind you. So he must be on, like, a Razor scooter. Or he's talking about one of those, like, uh, what's a friendly way to say this? 
disabled person mobiles. No, yeah, that's true. It could, could be that. Could be that. Could be that. I like... I'm going to headcanon Razor Scooter. Yeah, that's way better. He's got the bloody ankles to go along with it. So the (laughs) the cops had to use physical force to subdue and arrest him. Mama Smith was charged with disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, and misdemeanor bail jumping. Benny is facing charges of lewd and lascivious behavior, disorderly conduct, and retail theft. Bo the dog was simply taken to the Humane Association and given a lecture about stealing cornbread. Well, you know what? Bo can't be leashed for long. That's right. He'll be back for an even bigger score. And <laughs> next time, it's corn muffins. Oh, shit. <laughs> and they'll be pre-made, too. Pre-made, of course, of course. He's not, he didn't have time to make it at all. You think he's got the thumbs or the time for them? Jesus. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> that was a beautiful article. Honestly, I'd like to hang that up in a museum. It's just got everything. Uh, the only thing it doesn't have is that it didn't take place in Florida. Yeah, that... I feel like it had Florida in its heart, though. Yeah, maybe uh, they were. Yeah, maybe they had relocated from Florida. And honestly, it was it was a beautifully told story. Well done, Daniel. Thank you. It brought tears to my eyes. <laughs> uh, well, let's end this week in Oregon. Deputies responding to a nine one one call for a burglary in progress at an Oregon woman's home ended up catching an unlikely culprit. Hmm. Are, are you inter- Are you prepared? I mean, I am. I'm wondering what this culprit. Great. Well, the initial call came in from someone reporting that a stranger was in her bathroom, and that the person had the bathroom door locked. The sheriff's office said in a post online. That's pretty scary. Yeah. Uh, she said she could see shadows moving under the door. Within minutes, several deputies surround the home, calling for a canine team as backup. Oh shit. Yeah, this is some serious stuff. This is getting scary. Uh. Well. Uh. They uh, they said they could hear a wrestling no- a rustling noise not a wrestling noise it wasn't Hulk Hogan <laughs> oh yeah brother oh that was uh, a combination of Macho Man and yeah. and the Hulkster uh, they say they could hear a, a rustling noise coming from the bathroom after calling to the suspect several times over a loudspeaker dec- deputies went into the home with their guns drawn this is getting really serious oh, now. Man. Uh, after opening the bathroom door, deputies say they found an automated robot vacuum crashing around on the floor. <laughs> uh, quote, as we entered the home, we could hear rustling in the bathroom. We made several announcements and the rustling became more frequent. You angered it. You've only fueled its robotic rage. <laughs> We breached the bathroom door and encountered a very thoroughly vacuuming job being done by a Roomba robotic vacuum cleaner, the Washington County Sheriff's Deputy Rogers wrote in his report of the incident. That's a sentence. Wow. Uh, Everyone did survive. You will be happy to hear that uh, no lives were lost. However, uh, there is no word currently on whether or not deputies intend to file charges against the Roomba. (laughs) (laughs) They did bump somebody in the foot. <laughs> Lightly. Ah, I'm down! They broke, right down! They broke their ankle. <laughs> Guns firing. <laughs> Kill it! <laughs> it's impervious to bullets! Yeah, they're like firing at it. And it's ricocheting <laughs> and hitting other cops. <laughs> God damn, this thing is strong! This is how this is how the Terminator movies start. <laughs> with, a, with a Roomba in a bathroom. Uh, yeah, so that's, so that's that. Uh, wow. 
So, I, but my question is, how did this door get locked from the inside? And that's the question I was hoping you'd ask. I think that this was more sinister. We're joking and having a good goof about it. Right. Yeah. I think this is a little more sinister than they're letting on. I think mm. it was plotting. I think it was brewing up some ideas and it needed a safe clo- enclosed space. Maybe it was working up some bombs or something. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know that you do those in the bathroom. Roombas. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we drop them all the time. Yeah. So, hey, there's our poop joke for the week. Um, so, uh, it could be the start of a uh, robotic uprising, or it could be a um, dumb, uh, pre-programmed robot that got trapped in the bathroom. I'll let you decide, okay? Which one's more likely? <laughs> you think it doesn't know what it's doing? Uh, Wake up, sheeple! <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, that is going to end the show for this week. Folks, I hope it's been as fun for you as it has been for Dan. <laughs> Great. Head over to our website. If you like this show, you might like other stuff we do. Head over to our website, ghostshipradio.com. Check out all the stuff we do. We have a couple other things up there. Um, and uh, you can find us on iTunes. We're on all podcatchers. We're all over the place. You can also catch us live at the Hatbox Theater. Oh. In Concord, New Hampshire, on May 26th at 2 p.m. Tickets are on sale on the website on both ours and theirs. Uh, and there are still seats available as far as I know. The last two shows did very well. We were very, uh, very happy with those. and We got some good reception on it. So if you're in the New England area, come and check out the show. Check us out on Twitter at Ghost Ship Radio and at Bannerbox Radio, where you can find updates on the show and keep up to date with what we're doing. We each have personal Twitters. Dan is at... Dan is the knight. And I am at Thomas Towson. You can reach us directly by using the contact form on our website or by sending us an email at bbr at ghostshipradio.com. And that's all for this week. And remember... Every year, four people in the UK die while putting on their pants. So just leave them off already. Thanks for joining us. Let's check the mics before we record this podcast. I'm actually going to abstain this week. Well, you've just done it. God damn it! This show is part of the Ghost Ship Radio Network. For more information, go to ghostshipradio.com.